Hi, this is Lucy from Unasti, Hortolândia, and you're listening to English Sabbath School, Transformation and Information. Hello there, dear friends. I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School podcast. Lesson 2 for Friday, October 7th. I said 7th. Today's Friday. Today's title, Further Thought. <laughs> yes, you knew it, right? Let us pray. Oh, Father, what a serious lesson we had this week. Um, a subject that we've studied so many times, but so many times, but still, they boggle our minds about your love, about your wisdom in elaborating a plan of redemption. Father, help us not to waste this offer, the second chance, but to really serve you and make the choice to honor you in our lives and our days. In Jesus' name, amen. As usual, the lesson still follows the same format as they have been for over the past 200 years. Okay, not 200, but almost. <laughs> so we have here some um, spiritual prophecy texts that we're encouraged to read and review uh, based on what we studied this week. They are all from Ellen G. White, um, Patriarchs and Prophets, uh, the chapter, The Temptation and Fall, and The Plan of Redemption, and also from the book Education, The Knowledge of Good and Evil. And we have here the final paragraph that presents an overview and says the following. In recent years, studies have been done on what are called near-death experience, experiences, NDEs. Um, what happens is that people die, quote-unquote, in that their hearts stop beating and they stop breathing. However, they then come back to life, but with fantastic stories of floating into another realm of existence and meeting a being of light. Some even talk about meeting long-dead relatives. Many people, even Christians who don't understand the truth about death, believe that these stories are more proof of the mortality of the soul. However, and this should be the clearest warning that something is amiss, most who have had these experiences, they claim that the spiritual beings whom they had met during the NDEs gave them comforting words, nice statements about love, peace, and goodness. But they hear nothing about salvation in Christ, nothing about sin, nothing about judgment, while well, getting a taste of the Christian afterlife, shouldn't they have gotten at least a smidgen of the most basic Christian teachings along with it? I like the word smidgen. Yet, what they're taught sounds most likely new age dogma, which could explain why in many cases they come away less inclined toward Christianity than they were before having died, unquote. Also, why did none of the Christians convinced that their NDEs, their near-death experiences, were a preview of the Christian heaven? Why did none of them ever get any Christian theology while there, as opposed to a big dose of New Age sentimentalism? The, the answer is that they were being deceived by the same person who deceived Eve and in Eden and with the same lie to and then they tell us to see lesson 11. Yeah. Uh, lesson 11, if we go there, lesson 11, the title is End Time Deceptions. Yes, deceptions at the end of, of time 
that are gonna be used. Interesting, but again, just saying what they didn't mention is not a, um, a justification for that, right? Uh, and what if your, if you use that argument, they, they can say, yeah, so your argument about judgment and things like that is wrong. That's not what's gonna be happening after life. Uh, after death, right? So, um, you, you, you just try to put a negative idea related to it. But what I think is that, um, those experiences, uh, with, uh, due to the lack of oxygenation, due to the impressions that these persons have, their own beliefs, they, they can influence them as well. But nothing can be completely explained about it, how our minds work when we're having this near death experience. Uh, again, what we have to base us uh, upon is not on the testimonial of those people, but what the word of the Lord says, right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting food for thought. Questions. Discussion questions. How does the experience of Adam and Eve demonstrate that God's forgiveness does not necessarily reverse all consequences of sin? Why is this such an important truth to remember always? Hmm. Let me read again. I'm not sure I understood this question. How does the experience of Adam and Eve demonstrate that God's forgiveness does not necessarily reverse all consequences of sin? Because of freedom of choice. You can accept to be reconciled to God or you can continue rejecting it, right? Next question. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil was the enchanted ground of the enemy for Adam and Eve. What are some enchanted grounds that we might find ourselves tempted to enter? Oh, mercy, Lord. And final question. Satan is trying, yes, he is, trying to lead God's people to believe that the requirements of Christ are less strict than they once believed and that by conformity to the world, they would exert a greater influence with worldlings. Worldlings, it's a funny word, isn't it? It tickles me. But serious mo, focus, focus, focus. Yeah. Worldling is uh, people of the world, okay? Uh, like earthling, uh, a terrestrial creature, right? Worldling, uh, uh, an inhabitant of the world. Anyway, anyway, uh, this was uh, extracted from, uh, testi testimonies to ministers and gospel workers, page 474. So the enemy is trying to say that we should be more like the world to influence the world right and we uh, and god's love is not as strict as it was thought question is what should we do in order not to fall into this subtle trap interesting question huh okay we've come to but i think they should have ended this lesson with a, a more interesting point but come on more focus let us pray <laughs> heavenly father oh we are so grateful for your plan of salvation. And we ask you to give us wisdom to know, uh, to distinguish what is truth and what is a lie. To maintain our integrity, maintain our connection with you. No matter what others say, help us, Lord, to be constantly connected to the true vine, Jesus Christ our Lord. It is in his name we thank you and praise you. Amen. Well, 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 tomorrow is the Sabbath. Do you know what it means? Yes, well, you're right. Whenever you can, go to a local church. Yes, you say, why do I have to go to a church? Because it's a place, it's a hospital where sick people like you and me, we can get together and exalt the, the head of our body, 
that is Jesus Christ our Lord. We are a body. We are called to be united. We are not supposed to be isolated. Oh, the COVID pandemic and those legislations uh, forcing lockdown and isolation, they were really leading people into darker and darker places. But God leads us to life and invites us. Let us get together and praise his name. If you can, please do it. And also at 5 p.m. Brazilian time, join us for our English Sabbath School live at 5 for a Sabbath School preview. A bunch of friends praying, singing, worshiping, and studying the Bible together, using English um, as a tool to grow in their knowledge of the Bible. Join us. You're going to love it. I love that group. All right, my friends. Well, this is the end of Lesson 2 for Friday, October 7th. For more information, please contact us on Facebook, Believes in F, also on Instagram, the same name. Tell your friends about our podcast and also join our groups on Telegram and WhatsApp. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying with us and for us. See you tomorrow at church and at Cyber School Live at 5.